0: Previously on Champions of the Earth
1: Get low or get lost
0: Can we subterfuge this shit?
1: Here's the thing about this I'm tall You are yeah. only oh God, as stealthy Yeah, yeah, as yeah, yeah As the least, yeah. as the least person I wasn't going to the castle. I was just here for the flowers.
2: You're coming to the castle now. The king and queen will deal with you. All right, he's grabbed you by the shoulder, Olive, and he starts pulling you. This is
1: completely unnecessary.
3: They're reporting us. If he lives and he reports us, they'll have guards everywhere. That's
4: what the ghost army's for. But she's got her shield up, ready to block.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. He'll send guards to the front gate, and we'll be waiting for them.
2: You'll never get through our gates! You brigands! You animals! We'll rip you to pieces, and he's swinging that back! Send At your worst! Gate. We're gonna send a whole army to tear you apart! The that forever kingdom will never fall! We are glorious! We are eternal. Champions of the Earth. As you are racing through the flowers, you know, it's a hot. You guys are fucking booking it. And as we've established in your suits, you can fucking move with good fucking speed. So pretty soon, you find yourselves at the cliff face. Sure enough, it's about... A thousand feet down to the rocky surf below where their red waves are crashing.
5: Steiner, can you see anything from the sea? And I want to like, I want to project the kraken out into the ocean and get us a read of the cliff face. You want to summon Steiner? I would like to summon him to look over the cliffs uh, from the waterfront and give us a sense of the... Of it, whether or not there is an entrance. Basically, see under the water while they see over the water, so we get a good glimpse of
4: the. Film. And actually, Martha's gonna walk over to Huxley and the uh, you know She's gonna look back at Mel and be like, "Your friend from the bar, yeah. the one who knows the entrance." And then she's gonna kind of like she kind of mm-hmm. looks at Huxley for permission. Yeah.
0: Um, and yep. then
4: like kind of like gently puts a hand on the. On
0: yeah, Huxley the Huxley unslings the instrument and strikes like one harmony it basically it just like hits that one string and lets it ring for a second and he's thinking about the the, the shadowy figure in the back of the bar.
2: Got it. So you're trying to summon a specific
0: a talk to, yeah. Uh-huh. Or just like,
4: just like, I'm just like or not even that, just like in tune or reach out or Arthur's just like trying to be like. However Shadra shows us the entrance. Yeah, crazy. like, like, yeah. hey. And then she's looking at Mel though, because like Mel's the one who made the connection with her.
2: Yeah, you two or two whoever's touching the Unicronium and Mel, if you want to assist, yeah, or whoever's assisting. I should should touch it because yeah, 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 Yeah. sure. So that's kind of like indicating for an empathy role. You're trying to reach out with your feelings and bring Shadra out. Oh,
0: Uh, that's gonna be a seven.
2: Yep. Fuck four. So the three of you reach out with your feelings and you hear that beautiful chord, but there's no extra planar or mystical influence at the moment. Okay. Meanwhile, Nico summons Steiner, the Kraken, which appears in the air. What? No, in the in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, and his tentacles are waving at oh, 100 feet, don't, don't, 200 feet, 300 feet, shoot. but at about 400 feet, he starts to turn, and by 500 feet, he's got a really sweet arrow going, and by oh. the time he hits that water, it's a splashless landing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's a sploop. That was good.
2: Martha got
3: pops
2: for it. So Steiner- Thank
3: you, thank you.
2: Uh, so Steiner is underwater.
5: And I, I, I want to. Um, I'm gonna manifest the suit, his uh, suit, and uh, manifest the suit enough that I can see through the visor and try to see through his eyes.
2: Okay, what you see through his eyes is a obviously a very rocky shore. Um, I mean, there's not a lot of, there's no beach. Um, the waves are crashing. It's very specifically, this is an impenetrable cliffside. However, at the very apex of this peninsula, you do see that the white walls of the citadel continue down, 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 getting slowly tapering down into a point at the very bottom of the uh, cliffs by the water. And at that exact point, the white shard, the white apex of this has cracked and fallen into the sea. Steiner can't necessarily see anything beyond the fact that there is that white shard kind of in the sea, uh, but there's definitely something there behind, there uh, alongside the white stone.
5: So, sorry, I just wanna make sure. Underneath the water or above the water?
2: Underneath. It's kind of, it's in and out of the water. It's it's the, the it's white. It's at
5: the actual waterline. Exactly. Got it, so there's basically a crack at the waterline, debris has fallen into the water, which is what he's seeing. And then up above, there is a
3: crack in the in the line leading into that.
4: Correct. Hey Nico, what do your squid eyes see? Uh,
3: I see it. An entrance. Shadow was right. Damn good job, Mel. Okay, uh, and I, I pop back the helmet. There, you see?
5: And I, I sort of like point right at the waterline where the crack is. Uh, put on your visors,
3: zoom in. You should be able to see it. Uh, there's a small area where the uh, foundation seems to have cracked down and. well. Uh, Apparently these guys aren't very good at maintenance. We should go down there and uh, get in before we are seen.
4: Okay. Where is Hyde? That is interesting.
3: Far away from here, hopefully.
1: No sign of him? Has he left my side since we got here? Nope. Well, I
0: mean. Just for, just for the sleepover.
5: Can I do a scan for him?
0: Yeah. yeah same. Yeah.
2: Nope. Nope. 20. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, 23. Okay. 23. Do that with well. a substitute oh. check? Dang. The three of you see a small point in the sky, a little black blip. Hey,
4: Martha, hmm? can you send your butterfly up there? And I point up to the spot. Focuses in like, butterfly, hey. Um, so yeah, she's kind of like, go. Buzz that stupid bird.
2: And you guys kind of see the glint, the reflection of this giant butterfly swoop down. The butterfly was keeping incredibly high, it was like halo, right? It was way above. You can see it kind of diving down in gentle circles. Kind of fuck with that little black speck.
4: So like one one wing just kind of gives it a good whap.
2: And then the bird comes down and down and down and down and down and down and lands
1: and it's like oh hi oh hi oh hi you've seemed- i'm giving him the biggest bitchy stink eye right now What? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I, you well, left me in that glen by myself with a guard well you handled yourself majestic because my friends helped me where were you you're supposed to be my fiance i am your fiance but i wouldn't and you leave your partner to go fly off into the sky for no reason? I had a very To protect good... yourself? Well, what about me? Never leave what?
4: a person I cared about
2: side. Oh, what? Well,
0: actually, it was a little bit closer to Mark.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Tide kind of like.
0: They <sighs> burned.
3: Hey, she seems pretty mad at you. Okay,
2: he becomes back into an elf form. <laughs> and he's like, all right, you shut the fuck up. And he leans over to Olive and he gets really close and says, look, I'm... I'm genu- Folds arms. I, look, I understand. I'm genuinely sorry. You just have to understand that this is a very dangerous place for me to be around. But really you don't- know it's that dangerous and you leave the love of your life by herself... Well, I have to protect. You're the warrior. I'm not a warrior. You're a mighty Amazonian queen.
3: If only I had a great gift to give her.
2: You could just... I I apologize. I certainly would never leave you, an, and I trust me. If you
1: were an actual harm, I would have come sweeping out of the out of the you sky. You are the one that said every corner of this place is certain, absolute, utter death. Well, Yes, it's it's quite it's quite dangerous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. All right.
4: <laughs> Domestic's aside. Do be send the ghost army to the thing now. Or do we go investigate this a little closer? I think we have to investigate it first.
3: Let's right. let the army be Yeah, agreed.
4: Hyde? Oh, yes, Marifa. Let me stick a little closer. Uh, How about you actually fly down there and give us more of an intel on what's what's up? You kind of... Make mm-hmm. yourself useful.
2: Right. Yeah, all right. Um. All right. And he becomes a bird. And he scoops off. And he kind of scoops. And... He... and uh, it well, just kind of looks over at Olive, I really think you can do better no
4: kidding. What gift?
3: Oh, you'll see Martha
4: kind of like she's like she like raises an eyebrow at you. She's like alright schemes. I'm down.
0: Yeah <laughs> is she's a, like, uh, Nico
4: Just got somehow a little bit schemier.
5: Yeah, scheming Nico. Schemy Nico. Uh, a few Nico, minutes, Nico got schemes. A few minutes, dreamy
4: Nico.
5: <laughs>
2: Ooh. <laughs> a few minutes later, Hyde comes <laughs> looping back. There's, um, uh, there's a, there's, it's not a path, but there might be a, a way for you to kind of ease your way down. It's Great, gonna be, let's go. It's going to be dangerous no matter yeah, what. Yeah, this is all going to be dangerous. we champions of this. Watch yourselves and, and watch out for each other. I'll try and catch anyone if you fall, but, you're bigger than I am, and I'm only so much paired.
4: Yeah, I think we've got
2: some aquatic support. She gives Hyde a wink. I, I, Still, we're up a, <gasps> we're up a thousand feet. Hyde is confused by that wink. All right, Grant. Uh, so. I have
3: a Kraken Hyde. Uh, let's go.
2: So
4: how are we supposed to get down there?
2: That's, it's, it's at it's the, the, so the, so Hyde has kind of indicated that there is there's a little bit of a, sh- a narrow shelf. I mean, this is going to be oh, quite I he the was climb. Oh, talking about? A
1: path, like he saw a path like through the crack. I didn't realize he was talking no, about that. No, he down meant like there's a cliff. way
2: down that is going to be a little bit easier for you to traverse than if you were just going to climb it as um, regular. Nico, so that was uh, Nico's
3: gonna
5: get
2: that like a thousand feet. Yeah, as down. Yeah. Yep
4: it's down oh 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 yeah, colin. I mean, colin, 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 mean, colin 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 yes. colin colin uh
2: yes marty <laughs> can i use my butterfly
4: <laughs> Yay! <laughs> said i could use it for gliding
2: i did say you could use it for gliding all right so how are we getting down this martha's side
4: like, martha's kind of like like she's like okay 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 hang on one second and she like kind of like come on back down come on back down all right
2: circles closer and closer and closer
4: and she's just like and she's Sticks at her hand. She's going, I'm the
2: lightest one here. I'm gonna see if this is gonna work. I think it's gonna work. And she swoops down behind you and her little legs grab your arms and you're whew, over the edge of the cliff.
4: <laughs> and then she like, remembers she should be quiet. She's like, She's
2: okay. And she soars, (laughs) soars through the air, kind of circling down. Mariposa makes a really wide, lazy turn. And in fact, you can kind of, if you pull a little bit this way or that way on her little legs, she can start to kind of direct. Now she's not going upwards. This is a firm downwards trajectory, but you're damn right. And within moments you find yourself not, you find yourself not only down at the base, but relatively close to uh, the white shattered shard.
4: Um, important question. Can everyone swim? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. I didn't nice swimming for a while. Um, Hubs. All right, so she kind of, like, leaves right up and then kind of sends the butterfly back up. I didn't get an answer from Hubs.
0: The waves and I are one.
3: <laughs> and Mariposa How
1: strong do you think this suit is? I'm just, like, staring at my arms.
3: I was having the same question. There's a big part of me, honestly, that just wants to jump.
1: You hear what the con? no! <laughs>
4: yeah, I was, a thousand do- feet is a lot, you guys.
3: I mean, we're the champions of the earth, like, probably you could drop me out of a, you know, like, I a mean, spaceship.
1: Do you really want to take that chance? No. Check over the thing but, like, for rocks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there are rocks, yeah. A-
1: there are lots of rocks. And
2: Mariposa comes swooping back.
1: My turn. Run and jump at the. Oh. <laughs> at the. Olive just fucking jumps over the. Yeah. Hey. And uh, Mariposa swoops down. But you jumped. I need to check. No, oh, no. I want to jump on the butterfly. <laughs> like, jump to grab the oh. butterfly. Oh, well, I know. That's still a... Okay. Okay. Just just letting you know I'm not jumping off into the water. No. I'm jumping to the butterfly. You're leaping towards the yeah. butterfly with
2: enthusiasm. It's a low check, but yeah. by the nature of the capricious dice, I must see that dice
1: roll. That's fine.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, if I don't, they will kill my family. <laughs>
1: 12. Yeah. So you reach out and
2: you grab Mariposa's arms. Um, You're, not to be rude, a little bigger uh, than A
1: lot Mar- bigger. Uh, uh, and Mariposa's Mariposa starts going down pretty quick, actually. <laughs> okay. Um, when I get about a few hundred feet, I'll let go into uh, the water. Oh. Like, we're... It's, we're you would say. Like, yeah, yeah, where it seems safe. Like, safe. Like, like high cliff diving. Yeah, high cliff diving level. Awesome. Where I'm still jumping.
2: You let go of Mariposa's little legs and you soar, spread eagle. You guys see this fucking olive just dropping through the sky and seemingly not even concerned. Uh, how do you want to hit the
1: water? Straight pointed toe, proper diving stance, plug nose and then pfft. bloosh.
2: Uh, you disappear beneath the waves. We'll just stay with there for a second as the water kind of starts tossing you. This sea is not a calm sea. It's the waves. The troughs are actually pretty deep. Uh, as you
1: straight for uh, Steiner, I want to swim, swim straight for Steiner. Uh, he's kind of underwater. You don't aren't necessarily, I? Well, I'm also have a visor on. Okay, yeah. And, you can and we've established that your visors keep visual record
2: of where the other. And uh, the minute are, I so.
5: see her drop into the water, I'll be like, spoiler.
2: There we go. That's what I was looking for. Got it. Uh, and okay. as you're underwater, it's kind of being like, intersect. hmm, I wonder which way out of the shadows, out of the blood red shadows, comes a kraken, a creature of. And we've established ten legs <laughs> as it comes swooping in and then kind of. Yeah, it wraps little tentacles around yeah. your arms and then yeah. whoosh. And then after a moment, you guys see a kind of the, the nose of this this fucking squid come piercing the waves, then Olive riding on it as it whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And then the water's fine. And then it very
3: gently drops you
2: off uh, next to Martha. <laughs> Takes your hands.
1: <sighs> Do like a dog wiggle.
3: I don't think the uh, butterfly's going to carry me, but it will carry you. I mean,
1: uh, I'm just as tall as Olive <laughs> and
4: big,
2: but yeah. And Mel is wearing two sets of armor right now. Oh yeah, fair point. Huxley can ride the
0: butterfly.
5: Yeah, Hux, the you ride the butterfly. <laughs> the I'm going down. Um, I'm going to roll a strength check.
4: Mm-hmm. Great. Like, I'll do the same, because I'm
2: not super. Uh, that's Whoa. a nat 20. <laughs> awesome. So, Nico, you start making your way down, and at first you're kind of nervous, because I mean, this is pretty fucking freaky. But then, you know what, actually? like No, man you're a fucking champion of the earth and it's foot in front of foot and pretty soon you got a pretty solid clip you're moving for, down this thing for 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 that
5: 20 um rather than the walking down it, can i jump down you
2: can jump down in in leaps you can't yeah, jump the not entire not way one down day leap,
5: but like a bunch of small Yeah leaps like, like a like bounding. a confident
2: mountain climber rappelling down a mountain yes you're able to like, kind of like, like kratos yeah you're able to <laughs> yes. hand over hand you were eventually you're just like you know what the whole Fuck walking. Yeah. And you just start kind of bounding down. There we go. Your hands just kind of really ripping chunks of stone out as you kind of boom, 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 and now you flop down. <laughs> yeah. So I'm up
4: there by myself now, right? Like Huxley's-, uh, Huxley's
0: still we'll- up there, but oh, I
4: thought you said you jumped. Okay. No, Huxley's kind of just like hanging out, antenna eating
0: him. Yeah. Huxley's like, okay, so, uh, so- how, do we- how-, how do we do this? Like.
4: So someone should spot Mel if she's not taking the butterfly. Martha's like kind of like judging it from the bottom.
0: She's like, I literally, he's, he, goes,
5: he goes, she's fine. She's got this, she spent all that time being a, and then like he sh- shuts up and realized he almost said it.
1: I love it. Spent all that time being what?
3: Nothing, uh, you know, uh, uh, popular all right roll that
2: beautiful <laughs> dice <laughs> can you go make some
4: face uh 16.
2: all right cool um you start to make your way down as well and you actually yeah you're you're maybe you might not be leaping down like kratos but foot by foot you actually kind of feels a little bit like there's balance beam here. There's a bit of kind of some other things that, you know, your feet naturally have a bit of training and moving quickly down dangerous um, situations. and, and Several you- un- unnecessary backflips.
4: Yeah, I was going to say, she's going to get almost to the bottom and then just like almost like you're diving up the side of a cliff and just like kind of do a backflip into the water um, and then surface and just kind of look at everyone go, What? I can have fun too. And then swims over to Nico and smacks him right upside the head.
3: What was that for? You know what that was for.
2: Huxley, you grab Mariposa's. Uh And Mariposa was kind of just like politely waiting next to you. Uh And it kind of like, she kind of like turns her little antennas at you. And then it's like, looks you down and up and down and up.
0: Huxley stays cool.
2: It kind of like circles around you a little Uh bit.
0: Mm. Huxley straightens up. Posture's good at this moment. Just feels... feels.
2: Mariposa kind of straightens her antenna and is like, mm, okay, her, good Her is poking him. Mariposa's
5: going to figure out whether or not you're allowed to dig all the problems. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's, it, it uh, has that feel. It's, and it. she takes off. She Mariposa circles once. An uh, she's coming towards you. Uh, yeah, Huxley reaches up and
2: great. And she grabs your hands uh-huh. and takes off, and she hits about the middle of her arc before folding her wings and diving, 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 and then spreading them and whooping back. Uh, Huxley stays cool. Does he? Yes, Huxley. Roll it. Oh, roll it? Oh, <laughs> Alright. Is... Roll for composure.
0: Uh, yeah, sure. That, no D style. It's still like style. Style. It's it's style. Still, style. It's cool under pressure. That's no problem. Oh, shit. shit. Well, that's an eight. Your your your
2: feet your your feet don't move but you do let loose a little bit of a squeak. Uh-huh. But then you clamp it down. Uh-huh. And Mariposa straightens out, swings around, kind of drops you off, and then before she leaves, she gives you a whoof, and that whoof with her wings causes your hair to kind of get tousled and look pretty cool before she goes
0: soaring off again.
1: Did you tell her to do that?
0: No! Uh, no, I didn't. Well, it looked cool. Puxley, uh, I, I think, touches his hair nervously and uh, looks away pretty quickly. It's like, I guess.
4: All right, what do we see here?
0: What
2: you see is the white shard of the the bottom part of this castle that has collapsed down into the water. Um, Where the shard should have been, you do see a black opening into the black stone. It's clear now why probably most people missed it. Uh, This cliff face is covered in crevices and little shadowy spots, and on a casual glance, this looks like anything else. Um, But you guys can tell
3: it's a way inside.
4: Let's go. Hang on. At what point are we doing distract the cat in the front?
3: Right now, we've already we've already distracted them. Then they'll be all mobilizing towards the front. They won't be looking for us back here. We'll find Esmond, we'll move to the back, and then to cover our escape, we use the ghosts.
0: Yeah, we might as well save it until it looks like we, we need to get rid of some, some dudes who are in our way. We still have to get out of this damn peninsula when this is done.
4: Sounds Sounds sound to me.
0: Huxley has this terrible feeling that this is one of those stupid magic items that only works once Uh, and is, I think, like holding on to the Unicornium a little tighter, but Huxley's hair looks great. I'm into it. Let's go. Oh, uh, you just caught me here uh, completely alone, but uh, welcome to the middle bit. Don't worry about Colin. He's fine. There's nothing shady going on. There's no reason why it's just me, and it's certainly not because I finally defeated him and locked him in a box for a change. Actually, no. Um, Really, hi, everybody. Uh, we've had a lot going on um here in Champions Land, a lot of life events, and we wanted to just take this opportunity... Uh, To tell you, our listeners, how very grateful we are to have you in our lives and for you sending as much love and support as you have been showing us. Uh, I met, actually, everybody met a lot of you in person at the Nerdsmith meetup in WonderCon, and it was a genuine pleasure. The whole cast was so thrilled to spend time talking with you, hanging out with you, uh, uh, using all of those fun lottery tickets for the amazing giveaways that NerdSmith was doing um, with you. And we are so very, very excited that uh, this seems like it's going to be an annual thing and we get to do it again. So um, on behalf of all of us, you rule. We are heading into the final few episodes of this arc, and it's gonna get kind of wild from here. Uh, We're gonna be returning to a semi-regular schedule too, thanks for your patience. So, um, of course, also the geent, so, of course, also the zine's about to kick into high gear, so look forward to hearing more about that in the weeks to come as well. I wanna take a moment and send a big thank you to our sponsors at World Anvil and Die Hard Dice for throwing that great shindig at WonderCon, and for being such great supporters of NerdSmith in general. If you, our listeners and reserve champions, have had your eye on, let's say, a sweet pair of metal dice for a while now, Die Hard Dice is rolling out some gorgeous ones lately and bringing back some that they haven't been making for a while. Uh, You can still use the code CHAMPIONSCAST at checkout to get 15% off your purchase. Um, Show Die Hard Dice some love, treat yourself before the summer gets here, and the games kick off in earnest. Because I'm sure that everybody's going to be playing uh, a ton of role-playing games and other fun tabletop games now that school's almost over and it's summer vacation. Uh, Literally, it's almost summer vacation for those of us who are teachers. Uh, We're super thrilled. I love our students. If you are, likewise, um, thinking about running a game, then I would highly also recommend that you check out World Anvil, which has a great uh, suite of world building and DM tools, uh, and they're rolling out some other versions soon. I'm already using them on a new secret project, you know how I am in secret projects, and I'm really starting to love it. But, hey, friends, speaking of the great network... Uh, It's time for the NerdSmith subscription drive. So we're going to tell you a little bit about that. But first of all, if you're new to the show or you haven't really heard us talking about it enough, NerdSmith is this great community of creators who make nerdy entertainment together. Uh we are a very diverse supportive community and all of our show content is free. We make our show because we love it, we like what we do, and we want to see more content like us um, out in the world. Um this is what entertains us. We're glad it entertains you. We would love for there to be more of that, and your support makes that happen. So uh you can find us all at nerdsmith.org. You can tell uh you can tell your friends about us on and offline, tell them why it's important to support small creators. Um supporting nerdsmith also directly supports us, champions of the earth. And And it helps the network provide some services and resources that we need. So I actually want to talk a little bit about what it means to be a creator in 2019 since the soapbox is entirely mine this week. Uh, Folks, this isn't even me reading somebody else's ad copy. Every day there are fewer and fewer people in charge of what seems like more and more of the channels and content competing for headspace and your attention. There are mergers, there are acquisitions, there are other things that are getting shut down, and those people are pumping more and more money into keeping attention on them and only them. Which is bad for storytelling, it's terrible for new ideas, and it's not good for fans. And it's actually been a really rough month like here at home. Alpha's gone. Machinima's gone. Our own friends and loved ones are suddenly without a home to tell some of their stories. NerdSmith and networks like it are vital to keeping things fresh and interesting. Um, They're also listener-supported. And having met so many of you at WonderCon, at Rose City, uh, those of you who met Colin and Jackson when uh, you went out to Emerald City, um, at Indiecade, we couldn't ask for a better class of supporters now that we've met you. Uh, so it's NerdSmith's subscription drive, and we're hoping that you like this show, uh, you've seen some of NerdSmith's other great content, uh, and you might like to become a member. There are great podcasts like Monster Crush that get kissy with the beasties, or Dear DM that will make you a better game runner, and happens to be hosted by one of the smoothest karaoke voices I've ever been in a bar with. There's great Twitch content like the diverse as hell and righteously awesome plot hunters and these stunningly epic and shockingly frequent for how often they play. I I don't know how you guys do this and survive. Um, Countless Heroes is this amazing Twitch show. Um, And there's so much more. Uh, We are even cooking up a little something uh, down the road. And if you're a subscriber, you're going to be the first to hear about it. And there are other benefits as well. For one, there's all this amazing bonus content. Uh, For the drive, Champions is kicking in a rare artifact. It is a super early playtest, and my first pass at turning that into an audio drama um, as a proof of concept to sort of convince Colin that this crazy idea would work. As an added bonus in the playtest snippet, you will get to hear Marcy in the playtest basically playing Mel instead of Martha. So if you've been wondering what that's going to sound like, I highly recommend that you become a subscriber. As soon as it's done, Colin and I are also thinking about kicking in a little extra pilot for a silly new thing that we've been prototyping. There are a lot of different support tiers. Uh, There are rewards available for new and upgrading subscribers. Uh, Our goal for the drive is 250 new and upgraded subscribers. So here are some of the tiers. Um, The popular one is Sidekick, which is just $10 a month. Uh, sidekick gets you 50% off of nerd alerts, which is a special shout out that you can have us read on the air. Uh, there is a 2019 subscriber exclusive enamel pin. You get access to the bonus content from every show on the network and an exclusive channel on our discord server. Uh, there is the champion tier, which is $20 a month. Uh, champions, right? That sounds like you guys. You get all the same rewards the sidekicks get, but you also get a free nerd alert of your own. You get a metal D20 from Die Hard Dice. You get a digital download of the 2019 NerdSmith Cookbook and access to an exclusive channel. Um, We have superstars, which are $35 a month. You get all of those other rewards, plus a NerdSmith mug, a physical copy of the cookbook, uh, and another exclusive channel. If those tiers are out of your budget, there's also a Minion class that's $5 a month. It's like a Starbucks cup of coffee. Maybe my Starbucks costs more lately, so this is actually cheaper. Um, It gives you access to an exclusive channel on our Discord server, and you still get all the bonus content. Um, in addition, there's more. During the Drive, a lot of the creators on the network are playing in special one-shot games. Uh, we're all mixed up with some very lucky fans and subscribers. Colin's running a one-page RPG. I'm playing my first game of 5e. I may be running a prototype later in the Drive, too. And I've seen a lot of Champions listeners uh, both playing and running um, games that are on the schedule as well. So starting, I think, like as soon as you hear this, you can tune in on NerdSmith's Twitch channel and see all of that and a lot more. So, this has been a really long middle bit, but it's an important one. Thank you for listening, please consider subscribing, and thank you for your support. We love you. We love entertaining you. I won't use Colin's catchphrase without him, but thank you for letting us keep having this adventure. Uh, Cheers.
2: Who is going in first? Nico. Second? Second? Me. Third.
1: Sure. Me. I'm tall. We'll block the path for everyone behind us.
2: Blocking the light. Fourth. Huxley. So bringing up the rear. As the five of you enter into this um, cavern, essentially it's a naturally occurring uh, tunnel system that's kind of been worn out by the crashing waves of untold centuries. Um, The five of you all start to make your way steeply upwards. Um, However, Martha, as you are bringing up the rear, you hear a rumble coming from behind you as a swell of ocean comes swarming, comes swooping in the wave coming towards you, crashing, and unless you roll to get out of the way, it's gonna go and smash you up. Can
4: I put my shield up? You can. All right, so I'm gonna use the defensive thing. 17 plus 15 is a
2: what? It's enough is what it is 30. <laughs> uh, So how's this, how's this for cool As the waves <laughs> as the swell And the wave comes sw- Flooshing in filling this cavern You not only protect yourself with your shield You actually flip your shield down And the rising water pushes you up As you almost surf that shield Up to the level of Huxley Who grabs your hand and helps you up Woo. Righteous wave, Righteous
0: wave.
4: Oh, I've never done that before Is that what surfing's like
0: Yeah I'll show you sometime
2: Continuing upwards through the cavernous tunnel, you find uh, it all kind of dead ends in a section where the stone turns into masonry. And you realize that a section of whatever wall was in front of you has fallen in. Nico, you're the first to the wall.
3: And uh, beyond this wall is what?
2: Darkness. It looks like some kind of, there's architecture, there's space, but there's very little light.
3: I pop down the visor.
2: uh,
1: (laughs)
3: Sixty.
2: The immediate vicinity doesn't appear to have any people in it, and the walls themselves are inert stone.
3: I step up into the uh, crevice and look back at Mel. Fire and light were the ones they need most of all right now.
5: And I I snap my fingers and try to like create essentially a small fire hole above me um, that I'll use to lead the way, uh, Gandalf style.
2: Um, And
4: I will uh, try to do the same thing, but with like a ball of light between my hands. And uh, I'm gonna hang back a little bit farther so that there's light in the
2: rear. Fantastic. So between the fire in your hands and the light in yours, uh, the light clearly illuminates what is the dungeons of this citadel. Uh, There are barred cells uh, to the left and to the right. Uh, Anyone in them? The ones right in front of you? No. I'm looking for Esmond Shaw.
4: Okay. At this point, Martha's gonna kind of look at all of you and she's kind of like indicates like full mask. Martha does not want Esmond Shaw to know that it is Martha Calloway coming to rescue him. She is obsessed with keeping her identity secret.
1: I mean, I've, I've, I've had my mask on. I don't... Yeah, I dove into the water, mine's still on.
0: Yeah, Huxley switches back to the the normal suit. We're out of we're out of dapper Fay.
3: I'm keeping the shadow look, just in case. I'm back tonight.
2: So you start searching um the cells. Um what Chong. Chong.
4: Shh.
3: we're already back here.
4: us a thought and there could be guards in a dungeon.
3: I have a fucking fireball, Martha!
4: I'm, Mel's just gonna try and. <laughs> Mel runs really fast, so she's gonna try and, like, run through, like, the area
1: quickly looking for Esmond Chong.
5: Okay. Flash search.
2: Are you gonna go for speed or are you going to go for stealth? Stealth, I mean. Okay. Well, that's subject check.
5: Really? Fuck me.
2: That's a five. That's a five, okay. Off of nat one. So as you um, zip, race, woo, 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 uh, you see Mel is just kind of this black blur that suddenly clang hits some kind of rubble in your way, and you hear a clattering as you and your armor actually hit the ground, and you tumble and you roll. No. And you, um,
5: I run over towards her, uh, and I try to like be there around the time she lands.
2: Yeah, you're she's able. You're able to get up. Fine, no need, no man. You're not damaged, but good reaction. I'll reach out my hand and it, allow myself to get pulled up off the floor.
4: <laughs>
5: uh, and I, I do. Um... Do I
2: see him, Esmond Chong? You do not see Esmond Chong, but you do see a figure hunched in the corner of a cell. So we're just gonna pretend that didn't happen, right?
4: I think, and we come running around the corner Yeah. What was that? And then she's gonna write this like, kind of like, freeze as soon as you see somebody in the cell. Uh,
2: hello? You see the figure kind of turn, and their long, lank hair was matted and greasy, and their eyes have a bit of a, a yellow glint to them. Um, you're too loud for guards. Excellent
4: observation, sir.
2: You see it's an elf or a fae. It's old. He's been here for quite a while.
4: Um... Martha's going to look at Hyde.
2: He is sticking close to Olive's shoulder, you know, hair. He's kind of... At first, you might have assumed that it's like, oh, well, he's kind of being lovey-dovey and kind of being kind of close to you. And it also might be construed as like, no, he's trying to disappear, kind of... He's trying to maintain a low profile. I don't think
1: it's lovey-dovey.
2: He could be lovey-dovey.
1: Seems second at this point.
0: Yeah. What are you in here for, man?
2: crime. That's why you get thrown in prison. Sometimes.
4: Um, have you seen a, a human
2: in here recently? <sniffs> a human? Seen a human? Oh, no, I don't see much. I might have heard something. Uh.
4: Yeah, you might have.
2: Yeah, uh, humans, um, do they do much, uh, weeping? This one probably does. Mm. yeah. I heard a weeper.
1: Not weeping now. They oh, grabbed him. Long ago. Oh,
2: time is a little tricky. Yeah,
1: yeah, we know. Probably us. During this dark or a different dark?
2: It's all dark, but it was uh, after I've... It's been maybe an hour, two hours. Recent, actually. Not a lot happens down here, and we heard him coming, and... Did they say where they
3: were taking him?
2: There's really only one place to go when the guards come for you. Where's that?
3: Well, it's the throne room. For a trial.
4: many prisoners are down here?
2: There was two of us. I guess there's just one. You don't get a lot of prisoners. You generally sit here until your trial, and then your trial's over, and you don't come back.
3: Then why haven't you been on trial yet?
2: Oh, I was on trial. Uh, Or rather, I guess I was part of a trial, but uh, they prefer to have me wait. Frankly, I guess I prefer to... Wait, I know where my destiny lies, and it might be too easy to take a short trip. Better for me to stay here and just uh, suffer.
3: Oh good, then you know what you want. Guys, we're wasting time. Yeah, we have then. to turn back, to head up towards the throne room. We're, if we, if this jailbreak has already gone, unfortunately a little bad, if we don't have a guy in a jail. We're not here to get this guy out or listen to his fucking riddles. We should be getting out to Esmond and getting the hell out of here.
4: You sure you want to
2: stay? Absolutely. This is where I belong. I mean, my king and queen put me here. Who am I to argue
3: with royalty? Martha, come on. There's no time for new friends.
2: Uh, Huxley's
0: on his way out and then he turns around and says, uh, he looks at Nico first and is like, give me me one sec and says. "Nico just kind of shrugs. Said you were uh, you were part of a trial. What's it like?
2: Trial. Right. Well, it's one of the best events of the season. Everyone comes out, wears their best, and the accused comes out. They're sentenced, and well, generally that sentence is carried out promptly. A little blood, a little glory. Right. You ever hear about a prince? And you kind of see him get real... kind of quiet and glare at you. So what do
0: you know about a prince? I heard a sweet legend in a bar. About... A fucking a about traitor? A, about a prince, a traitor, and a champion. Huh. Champion. But I didn't hear how that sweet tale ended. And it's been driving me nuts. That sweet tale ended... with...
2: With a good man, duped, following a liar, and a traitor prince spits on the ground, turning his back on everything that he believed in, everything that he got the rest of us to believe in, leaving us out to dry, to rot, like we deserve for being an idiot. An idiot in love. I suppose I loved him. There's a power to the royals. A charm the bird out of a sky that one could. No. No. This story doesn't get to be told.
0: Oh, well, that's a shame. Sure would have liked to have known how that story ended.
2: Clams up.
4: Martha kind of nods at Nico. But she's kind of looking at you, like, and then, like, she just once again looks at Hyde.
3: Are we done with weird story time? We'll go save our friend now.
0: I have a feeling we're going to hear the end of that weird story before we're done, but yeah, I guess we're good for now.
3: I still don't really get, like, as we're like getting anyway, like, out, I still don't really get it, so there was, so, who's the prince? Who's the, who's this guy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nico really has no idea. Huxley it. is going to be quiet about it, though. Like, as, like, yeah. as, as Nico and Huxley are walking, Huxley recounts everything that he heard from Stratus, basically, like, explains that, um, that there was, um, Like a legendary sort of like trial, and this is where he sort of understands the trial by combat. Um, It definitely involved a prince, and the prince named a champion to like basically like fight the trial uh, more or less. And that's that's the that's what we got. That's what he got from Stratos.
5: Got it. And then that and then that guy seems to have been involved in that same. Oh, he yeah, he knows this story personally. Yeah. Right.
4: And then, so when, as and you then. tell the story, like, Martha's going to turn to hide and go, were you a guard then, when that happened?
2: Oh, I was around. Yeah.
4: So how did it end?
2: Well, uh, that dread prince, young prince, they called him then, uh, he fled. He, he he dabbled in things that, uh, well, they said he shouldn't have. What? Well, there are things in this world that are even forbidden from the Fae. You don't think it's all just beautiful flowers and winning smiles, do you? Uh,
4: no, I don't think any of us gotten that impression.
2: And there's things that even the faith here.
4: Let's keep moving. So how do we address the court without immediately getting swords drawn on us?
2: And as you say that... A ah. bunch of swords get drawn on <laughs> us! <laughs> mmm. Oh, who's in front? I'm in front. A spear comes... F- two spears, in fact, come flying out at you, Nico. Six t- Okay, for a 10. As you knock that spear right out of the sky, the yeah. second one comes right for Martha. We have company.
4: A 21.
2: Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, and you 20. also uh,
4: deftly dodge the side. <laughs> she has her shield up. She has plus 10. If she's, yeah, no, if
0: good, she's good,
4: dodging, good. she is a 15.
2: Interlopers! Stop! You see uh, that... Mel? puts
1: her light out um, immediately. Roll initiative.
2: Mel, you're up first. There are two Fae guards standing. Uh, you probably get the impression that they had been alerted by a little bit of a clatter uh, because they have left their post. But they see you. They're standing in the middle of the hallway. And they look like they're ready to tussle. I'm just going to shoot one with the crossbow. though. Really? God. Uh your crossbow bolt, he actually is able to snatch it out of the air. Uh, Martha. Martha kinda like holds her shield up and she's like, We're
4: here for the human Esmond Chong. Take us to him.
2: Uh. Oh, they kind of freeze. They kind of look at each other. You're here for the human! Yes. And you want to go to the human.
4: He belongs to us.
2: He belongs to the king and queen.
4: Well, we'll see about that. Take us to him.
2: Put down your weapons.
4: I don't have one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point.
4: (laughs) And she kind of nods to the rest of you.
2: They put their spears on uh, Mel, who has her... You first. Absolutely not. This is our kingdom. Nico. We'll take you to the king and queen as prisoners.
4: You can hear, like, in your comms, we can manifest the weapons whenever we want. Just make them go away for
3: now. <laughs> I don't like the idea of being taken captive. Me either.
1: You, guard, you have no authority. Your king and queen do. Bring us to them as guests until they decide what we are. Guests. And I'm, I'm using my my power strike, my, my special technique.
5: What is your special technique? No,
1: oh, it's a good one. Uh, player can deploy a social power strike on a single enemy. Well, to make friends, right? To make friends, yeah. To connect to them.
5: Oops. Do, do you have a second attribute yet? No. Fairy princess should really be your second <laughs> attribute <laughs> for, and it's it's, 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 it's way more. That's if I get married.
1: <laughs> but you know, but like,
5: no, but this attitude that you've developed now, where you can yeah. like walk through them and be like, you know, you let that, you know, yeah, like the, the king and queen let them decide. Like that's not yeah. free spirit. That's like fucking Targaryen shit.
1: If I boost, will that? I'll, I'll, if you can uh, hit 16
3: I'll, I'll boost for
2: two yeah, Two yeah. for two Okay So you boost And he looks And he kind of leans to his friend And he goes hi They're relatively resplendently dressed I mean perhaps they are Because like no they're not guests, they're skulking in our dungeons We can't just bring them in front of the king No but like I mean listen Like I mean they seem like pretty good Good folks No you can't And now these two are going to have a Social roll off Because they're arguing with each other uh-huh. While
1: they're while they're arguing, I want to like step forward, and the the tusks that are normally here have like receded up into the crown and are now just like a tusk crown.
0: Yeah. Oh my god.
4: Yeah. Actually, Martha like takes that note and she kind of like looks at you, and she kind of like I mean, like, Martha's outfit is pretty well blends in here, <laughs> yeah. but like the gleam gets a little brighter. She's been toning it down, and now she's just like shakes it off, and it's like full gold. Oh. They're just both sit standing at Regal. she got, has got her shield yeah. up right next to her, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. all I this crap. He doesn't
5: change how he looks. He just stands up a little straighter.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, Huxley drops the, the power armor and goes back to the, the Mithril Fae hide-like look. And, and, and Mel is still dressed in badass black
2: armor, standing off to the side. And they look and go, All right, um... We'll bring you. We'll bring you to the king and queen.
4: You will announce us. What? What? Hell
2: yeah! Hell yeah! We'll announce. What should we? Who should we announce? The champions of the earth. Fuck yes! Yeah. Both kind of. Their eyes go a little wide, and they go, "Oh, the champions of the earth." Right. All right. Um. Go, go, let them know. Of course, I'll uh, bring you to the king and queen now. And he starts to lead one of them, quickly races off. Yeah, um, and we follow the so other. Yeah,
1: one. without, like, just without breaking eye contact with the back of their heads just, like, strolling along, I, like, reach back to try and give, like, a, oh, my God, handshake <laughs> at Martha. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, my God. Martha <laughs>
4: grabs her hands and squeezes it mm-hmm. and then she's like, like mentally, like, she's like, oh god, I hope we didn't make a mistake
3: there. <laughs> So much for that stealthy in- uh, entrance.
2: As you move up into the palace proper, the floors are covered in beautifully thick carpets. The sconces seem to be crafted from living stone. It's all quite regal and elegant. Um, to the right, you can see a kind of warren of hallways where uh, servants move in and out. Uh, some of them fey, but others bestial, all sorts of different shapes of people moving about, servicing uh, the castle. And you might imagine that there could be all sorts of mysterious, dangerous rooms in that direction that you walk right past.
5: Uh, I'd like to, well, just uh, hold the, I just want to scan down the hallway. Uh, I just want to do a scan check and then I'm successful. Can I tell you what I'm looking for? Yes. Does that work? Okay. Yes. 13. Okay. Um, and I'm just, uh, so when we put on the scanners inside the, uh, inside the giant's rest, uh, the walls were made of, like, magical energy, and there was, like, magical energy fucking everywhere, and it was tied to all the ley line stuff and all the elements. Nico kind of has a history now of, like, looking into this elemental stuff. So when we're going down past that stuff and it starts to look a little weird and magic, I just want to throw down my visor, because I'm still in my armor, I want to just throw the visor onto, like... Energy scans, and I want to see about like is leyline magic here? What does this look like compared to like our elemental magic? What's the magic situation down there like? <laughs> is there anything of use or of, of, of at least that I can observe without like heading down there and having a little side adventure? Because obviously, like, we're on a quest, so fucking off to that hallway would we're, probably we're be s-
2: irresponsible.
4: Sadly, we are right in the middle of the main quest. Yeah. (laughs) We we, we jumped the main quest, we fucked up and couldn't, now we can't do the side quests.
2: Yeah. Um, Uh, I love that question. Yeah. Um, What you notice is that the the walls and the buildings here seem to be inert. Uh, Unlike the Giant's Rest, where everything was kind of made of living magic, this seems like a building made of stone. Yeah. Um, there is magical energy kind of flitting about um, this is not a completely null and void place um, but it seems more regimented it seems more controlled more like ancient as if the flow of this place has worn into the stone uh, like an ancient riverbed uh, to the other in the other direction uh, there are palace hallways uh, a near infinite number of labyrinthian palace hallways that one might assume some champions would get completely lost in if they didn't have guards guiding them directly along the most perfect path. So that's not needed. <laughs> he just wands up that pitch. You
0: guys
5: just
4: completely I, circumvented the module. Did that I, I uh, so ruin it
2: by being so noisy? <laughs> yes. Well, you wanted to get ruined. No. Um, there were guards at there were always guards at the door, but yes, yes we just it, don't need this entire section. No, of it's, what it's, I it's
5: the social power strike that ruined it. Yeah. No,
2: whoa, whoa,
4: whoa! It, it, it didn't ruin, ruin it. it.
5: Ruined it is not ruin. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Yet. We
4: are That's, the players. We play the game the right way. It,
5: Indeed,
0: agreed.
2: Um,
1: You're welcome. We're not lost in a labyrinth anymore. Yeah,
0: woohoo! Yeah, that, 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 that was good. Five powerpoints. <laughs> that
4: was <brilliant. laughs> I, You know
5: what? I would give you Only if champion. I had my little point. Chip. I would give it to you.
4: That's some big CE, big champion energy. <laughs>
1: <Okay>.
4: <laughs> BCE. <B-E>. Mm.
5: <laughs> we do get that BCE.
1: Um. Just reskin it in a different section. Also, we haven't of killed a world. single
5: guard, which I'm really quite pleased by. Yeah, I'm really pleased by our non-lethality. Yeah,
2: I love it. <laughs> Why would you kill anything in a fucking dungeon? The guards lead you closer and closer, past this these twisting hallways into a main hall where everything leads, um, stepping forward. You see the massive doors, and there standing in front of it are five guards, white-armored, blue-skinned, each of them with weapons drawn. They stand staring you down, mean mugging. And as you approach, they step to the side. The doors open on their own. And the five of you begin stepping into the throne room of the ivory citadel. The, the guard at your side steps forward. <clears throat> There's his throne. Presenting for the pleasure of the court, Lord and Lady, the champions of the earth. He steps to the side. And what you see is a throne room filled with resplendently dressed fey. Behind them, bear men, bird people, snacks, all sorts of bestial animal folk kept in the cheap seats of the throne room. At the front, two massive thrones, each shaped um, like a kind of twisting living flame. Standing at the throne are King Summer Squall and Queen Night's Last Light. The King, his blue skin, his red robes flicked with a silver pattern, and his hair seems to be tossed constantly and in- above his head like a wind that only he can see. The queen beside him is in a white gown, high-necked, covered in black spots, twinkling. She has a cruel look about her, and kneeling at their feet, hands bound in iron, is Esmond Chong, and the king looks at you, smiles and nods, and says... Champions of the Earth? (laughs) Welcome back!
0: Champions of the Earth is created and DM'd by Colin Kelly and produced an audio designed by Jesse V Hill. Featured in the cast, were Amanda Powers is Mel, Jackson Lansing is Nico, Marzi Campos as Martha, Jesse V Hill is Huxley, and Gina DeVivo Vivo is Olive. Our original theme music is by Stephen Gizzi. Go to nerdsmith.org/subdrive to become a member today and get some exclusive content. And if you can share the love, use the hashtag #WeAreNerdSmith. Also, be sure to share this show, talk about it, and hit us up anytime on social media using the hashtag ChampionsCast. The secret word is for. The secret sound is connected.
3: Hey, Ellie, um, I have some hypothetical questions for you. Okay, hit me.
4: Do you like monsters? Yes. Do you like dating? Uh, yes. Do you like constant fear that your date may turn into a werewolf and devour you?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the only way that I get aroused. Wow, I have such good news for you. What? There's a podcast called Monster Crush. No way. That I feel like you may really like. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. Oh my gosh, where do I listen to this? Well...
4: Right now, you can listen to it on Spotify, iTunes, or the NerdSmith Network. However, in the future, I am looking into a microchip that will be implanted at birth.
1: Wonderful microchips.
4: Listen to Monster (laughs) Monster Crush!
3: (laughs) That That was the good take.